Hey coaches, as my business has grown, I've routinely asked myself what role I want my business to play in my life. And for me, that means taking time to be with my family and friends as we enjoy our new Michigan Lake House in the summer months. All of this is to say that over the coming few months, you'll notice that we're releasing some replays and remixes. These were the episodes that you guys loved the most. We're doing this so that we don't have a massive gap or period of time without any new episodes. You'll also see Jill Emanuel, my lead financial coach, host a few episodes as well, which will be a fun way of mixing things up. I hope that this intentional time off helps to inspire you to do the same for your business. We will see you next week with a brand new episode. I'm ahead of the game. Hi, I'm Kelsa Dickey, the CEO of the Financial Coach Academy and my financial coaching business, Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. My coaching journey began more than a decade ago with me helping people for free from my dining room table. What was once a little business of mine has grown into a seven-figure company that employs a team of people. My goal is simple, to help you fall more and more in love with financial coaching. I believe financial coaching is the most rewarding way to make a living. If you are an aspiring financial coach or have been coaching for years, I'm here to help you create a business you love that gets your clients massive results. Let's get to it. Hey, Financial Coach, welcome back to this episode of the Financial Coach Academy podcast. And I am excited because I'm going to answer one of the questions I know you all have, which is, what are all the ways you can make money as a financial coach? And I think it's really cool, but there's many ways you can make money as a financial coach, depending on what your preferences are. So I think the most popular or most common that most people think about is one-on-one coaching. So private coaching, where you're sitting down with one person or one couple, and you are coaching them. There's also group coaching programs, where it's you and a multitude of people, whether that's small group, big group, that kind of thing. There's masterminds, courses, uh, memberships, digital downloads that you could sell, workshops or paid speaking gigs is another option. You could also host mini challenges that you charge for. You could go into corporate wellness or employee wellness programs for organizations or charities, those types of things. Then you could also host events or retreats. You could do VIP days. You could also have third-party commissions set up, such as affiliates or kickbacks with other companies. We actually have a blog post on our website. If you go to financialcoachacademy.com and search for how to make money as a financial coach, we explore in more detail each of these avenues. But I do think most people tend to start with one-on-one coaching. I do think it's the best way to start. It's not the most passive income stream, of course, but you it helps to establish yourself as an expert, which can be really valuable. It helps you see patterns in people's behaviors and hone your craft and figure out what questions get the best results or the biggest impact for the client. It really helps you sort of lean into your own style of coaching. And you can offer one-on-one coaching as a business owner. You can have your own brand, your own workflows, your own program. You can set your own prices, have your own niche of the people you serve, right? You can also offer one-on-one coaching by working for someone else. So there are companies more and more now who are hiring financial coaches, and I think that's amazing. And that can be a financial advisor or an accountant who wants to add coaching as an additional service offering for their clients, or it can be a bigger company or brand like a bank or an institution 
who's looking to offer financial coaching on a more wide scale uh, approach. And that is the approach we're going to explore in this episode today. I am really excited for the guest I have on today's podcast, which is Jean Chatsky. She is an absolute leader in the personal finance space. I have been following her for such a long time. She's the CEO of HerMoney.com and host of the podcast, Her Money with Jean Chatsky, the financial editor of NBC Today for 25 years and the financial ambassador for AARP. She appears frequently on CNN, MSNBC, and was a recurring guest on The Oprah Winfrey Show. She is a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestselling author. Her latest book is Women and Money, The Judgment-Free Guide to Creating the Joyful, Less Stressed, purposeful, and yes, rich life you deserve. I love that title. Jean is an in-demand motivational speaker and fierce advocate for financial literacy. Her Money is a digital media company focused on improving the relationships women have with money. Jean, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Thanks for having me. Nice to be here with you. Yeah, it's so wonderful to have you. So tell us about Her Money, who you guys help primarily, primarily, excuse me, and what kinds of things you see your people needing help with. Yeah, Her Money has been around now for about three years. We actually started as a podcast. Uh, we, we've been a podcast for six years at this point, and we started hearing from our community that they had other needs, that they wanted to gather, that they wanted to access resources and and other tools. And so we launched a company around the podcast. And today we are um, an award-winning website. We have free newsletters that we publish every week. I hope that your uh, audience will sign up for them. And over the last couple of years, we have ventured into coaching. Um, so we offer two coaching programs. One is called Finance Fix that is more focused on budgeting, um, on getting your cash flows uh, in order so that you can save more, spend less, and move your way toward your goals. The other is called Investing Fix. And It's basically an investing club for women where we are teaching women, our women, how to invest. Um, We we meet on Zoom, live classes every single um, month, twice a month. Uh, I'm doing investing fix with Karen Feinerman, who many people know from CNBC. She is a rock star professional investor. And um, we are growing both of these programs. So it's been a it's been a really exciting year for us. Yeah, I love that you really went from sort of a financial literacy approach with the podcast and resources you were providing to adopting sort of an avenue to coach people on their money. So I'm curious, why did you see that as a need? And what role do you see financial coaches playing in the lives of people? people and their financial journey and sort of the progress they're trying to make with money? So I I started down this road um, because as part of my job as a, as a journalist, as an expert, I 
did money makeovers. I mean, money makers were sort of a tried and true successful television tactic. The um, the big series that I did for Oprah, which was called The Debt Diet, was basically a, a big money makeover. I've got a, a PBS show running right now called Opportunity Knocks, where I'm one of three money um, coaches. And it's a money makeover. And so over the years, I've developed my own methodology um, that was successful in helping people in this scattershot sort of a way. But as we built this community and as people continued to ask their questions, we we have a very popular mailbag segment on the podcast, but we also have a Facebook group with going on 25,000 women where people ask the same kind of questions that I would I would answer and deal with in these in these money makeovers and so we thought there's something here let's let's package it let's let's roll it out and our approach is is a little different it's a little bit of a of a combo platter of mm. all the different things that you talked about at the top of the show we um in our finance fix uh course we run an eight-week program. Um, we have coaches in the loop. They meet with the pre- with the people who are in the class one-on-one, -on -one, but we also enable the classes to meet as a group. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is some do-it-yourself learning that you do in between the sessions. So it mixes one-on-one, -on -one, small group learning, which I think is fantastic mm -hmm. for accountability, but also gives people the sense that they are just not in it alone and, um, and, and information that you can pick up and exercises that you can do on your own time. Um, and it's been really successful. So we've been running Finance Fix now for uh, well over a year, we've we've put through fifteen uh, ish classes of people, wow. and we're getting interest um, from a B to B to C market. So companies want our methodology uh, white labeled for them, for their employees, for their customers. We're doing that, but in order to scale in that way, we need to hire more coaches. So, Jean, you really are like the OG financial coach, actually, without even realizing it. You've been doing money makeovers uh, since, you know, you started, which is awesome. And now you are hiring financial coaches to help with her money and finance fix and that sort of thing. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so we are, um, we're scaling up, we're adding classes, um, both for our Her Money community, but also for corporate clients, employers, um, and, and financial institutions. And so we need more people who are interested in teaching this course. And I think you and I talked about this when, when we met in person in, in Phoenix, but I, I really think that Yes, I am looking for people who are trained financial coaches who who can definitely discuss all of the financial topics in plain English and, and with ease. But I'm also looking for people with empathy. I, I think that um, empathy and being a good listener are two of the most important 
um, skills, traits, attributes, whatever you want to call them, um, that a money coach can have. Because as we all know, talking about your money is really personal. It's really emotional. It's not easy. Some clients feel like they just don't have the words or that they're wading into uncertain waters. And we need to be able to um, kindly bring them along and, and help them realize that it's not their fault that nobody ever taught them these things. Um, and they can get with the program. It's, it's more habit and, and the willingness to dive in than anything else. Yeah. I totally agree. I feel like curiosity is really important when you're coaching a client, you know, just asking, like, tell me more about that. Or now, how come you say that? Or where's that come from for you? You know, like, I think just asking questions and assume you don't know the answer to any of their experiences can really help to reflect back on them, what those experiences have been like. And I know for our clients, they're very smart people, like they're really smart. And they just like to have someone to talk through big decisions with, right? Like it, yes. some people just process information verbally. And it's really good to have a conversation with somebody who they trust, they know is knowledgeable, who's a good listener, like you were saying, and can ask those good questions. And I think that is a really important role for a financial coach to play. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't have a financial coach myself, but I do have a financial advisor. And and I use my advisor as a sounding board. I use my advisor to talk through important decisions. And I think I think that you're right. That's what um that's what coaching is. It's it's helping bring people along from wherever you find them to the place that they want to go. Um it's really really personal and that's why these interpersonal skills are are so important. I should also make the point that these aren't full-time jobs. Um, I know that your coaches, Kelsa, are uh, developing their own practices. They're they're doing the the many things that you listed that they can to grow um, a thriving business and and make money, which is fantastic. Um, but these are these are part time jobs. So uh, so the people that are interested should just know that. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And it sounds like they have the opportunity to do some group conversations and coaching one-to-one, -one, it sounds like as mm -hmm. well, right? And then facilitating some classes or workshops. And so it is, I mean, very well-rounded type of position, I would say. Do you feel like many of the financial coaches you hire are doing coaching as a business as well as helping you part-time or do they just want to be a part-time coach, would you say, or a little bit of both? No, they, they, uh, the ones that we have hired so far all have their own practices. Um, they've all got, uh, and they have different specialties. I've, mm. I've got one great coach who specializes in working with people in the music industry because they have incomes that typically uh, vary month to month, if not week to week. Um, and so that's been her specialty. She works with creatives. I've got another coach who um, comes from a military background and, and her interest in coaching grew out of um, helping families on, on different bases. So people are, are coming from different walks of life. I've also got coaches who are, um, who have different financial certifications, mm -hmm. um, CPAs, um, uh, and, and the like. Got it. 
And what are some qualities that you think, besides you touched on some of them, empathy, uh, I, I added curiosity, but what other things make a coach a good fit for being hired by a company like Her Money? I would assume, but tell me if I'm wrong, Gene, that they have to be open to applying your methodology and some of your philosophies and using some of your tools, which I think would be fun. Like, I think that would be amazing. But are there other qualities you think make somebody a really good fit for something like this? Well, that's actually important. I mean, we we ask all of our coaches to go through our program as a student um, to get the lay of the land first, um, to make sure that it is a methodology that they feel comfortable applying. And um, uh, so far, we've had a very good success rate with that. We also need people who are dependable. Um, we, we run these classes on a schedule. Um, you got to be able to show up for that schedule. Of course, sometimes things happen and we have other coaches so we can, you know, sometimes get a sub, but our participants like to know that they get very attached to their coach. Um, and they like to know that their coaches are there for them. And there's, there's opportunity to coming out of the eight week program to make additional money, um, by seeing the same clients one-on-one. Uh, we we do a rev share with our coaches in that way because there are a lot of people who just don't want to let go of their coaches. Yeah. And I think about my own life and then a lot of our clients, it's you achieve one goal and then you're sort of on to the next goal with money and then the next goal or the next thing you need to learn. It's a lifelong journey of yeah. being good with money. And so they're going to gain so much value in eight weeks, but that doesn't mean that they're done with their financial journey in eight weeks, right? So for a coach that they've learned to trust, who's reliable, knows them, knows their situation, it would be wonderful to have that person there with you for longer. Absolutely. And, and by the way, you know, if your coaches have other areas of expertise, um, we have had couples go through our, our program successfully and are, are looking at rolling out specific courses for couples. So if you've got a counseling background as well as a coaching background, that's, that might be attractive. We're, we're looking at rolling out specific courses for small business owners. So if that's a, a strong suit for you and that's of interest, you should let us know. Yeah, I mean, you guys are definitely growing, creating new offerings, meeting the needs of people, you know, with their money, which I think is amazing. So if anything, even if a financial coach is not ready right now, to they should be following you guys. They should be kind of keeping an eye on things because maybe they will be ready or they'll see something that they feel like they're a great fit to sort of support. So if someone were interested in being a financial coach for her money, what should they do? Where should they go? That sort of thing. What's the process? Sure. They can um, they can just drop me an email with their resume at jean at hermoney.com and um, and it'll go right to the right place. Beautiful. Very easy. Jean at hermoney.com. Right. Very easy. I love it. Yeah. Very, very easy. Anything else that you would love for financial coaches to know, Jean, about her money or the future of financial coaching or anything like that? Boy, I think you guys are in the right place at the right time. I mean, I, I, um, I, I think coaching in and of itself is just having a moment. Um, but financial coaching in particular, it, I've watched as the um, 
the sort of word financial wellness has tipped over the last couple of years into really being used, but also big companies being willing to throw money at financial wellness. They they now understand that their employees are counting on them to help them foster financial wellness. And, and if they don't, um, they also know that they're going to have employees who are not as engaged, who are not as um, who don't believe that the company cares as much about them. And so as your coaches, and this is not specific to me or to her money, but as your coaches are looking for additional opportunities, my guess is that the human resources departments of many, many big companies are going to be looking for you. Um, and and you should you should think about the different ways that you can apply your skills there. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. I totally agree. I feel like the n- amount of statistics that are out now around how much lost productivity is costing companies and organizations and the direct relationship to financial stress that that lost productivity comes from, it's mind-blowing, you know? And I think for companies to invest in their employees in this way, it's a win-win-win scenario. It's the company wins, the employee wins, and then the financial coach gets to have a positive impact, which we all go into this work to help people, I feel like. So I just feel like it's a great opportunity, just like it's a great opportunity to work for her money as a financial coach. I hope coaches listen. I wanted to draw attention. I do think it's also newer that, you know, financial wellness is taking off. I also think more um, companies or brands like yours that are hiring coaches and saying, hey, we want to actually provide more help than just giving content to people, right? Like we want to help them actually right. apply the content that they're learning. And I love it. I think I want financial coaches to be just as common as like taking your car to a mechanic. Nobody questions that, right? And I think right. we all touch money every day. And so saying I have a financial coach, there was a stigma for a while that like, oh, if you have a financial coach, you must be broke or you must be in trouble or something must be wrong. And I see that shifting in a really positive way towards I just want to do even better. I I have goals and those goals are important to me. And so I'm going to hire somebody to increase my likelihood of success. Right. And I just think it's a really positive thing. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I think it's like hiring a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, you you come as far as you can with the skills that you have and then you then you decide that you're going to get some help to to really wrap your hands around the problem, maybe look at it in a slightly different way. I I think it's a I think it's a growing and important field and I also really agree with you on the there is a difference between financial education, financial literacy, and behavior change. Mm-hmm. And and education and financial literacy training only take you so far. Um, but when it comes to implementation, when it comes to making changes in your life, change is hard, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and humans aren't particularly good at it. And so sometimes we just need another person in the loop short term or long term to get us where we want to go. Yep. I totally agree. I love the coaches I've hired. (laughs) They speed up my, you know, results and make the journey 
easier. I won't say easy, right? Because like you're saying, change is sometimes hard, but the idea is you can pivot faster. You can identify weaknesses sooner. Like all of those benefits come from when you have a coach, somebody who's seen other things before, right? Who have helped other people. So I think it's amazing what you're doing. I think it's incredible, the service and the value that Her Money provides. So I hope financial coaches will check out hermoney.com. And if coach is listening right now and they're interested in being a part of your team, I hope they will email you at gene at hermoney.com, right? Right. Just tell me a little bit about you. Tell me why you're interested. No pressure to send a resume if you don't have one. Just, Just write me an email. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I hope people will take advantage of it. Thank you so much, Jean, for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you you for having me. I I appreciate you um, having me on. Thanks, Jean. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. So you guys know I like to wrap up with a reflection question, something that gets you thinking or pondering. Feel free to journal out your answer to this question. Talk it through with a friend or a peer. Um, Or what I would love is if you share your thoughts with me with this question. So if you are watching this on YouTube, you can go ahead and leave a comment right on the video. Or if you are listening to the podcast, please take a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram at Financial Coach Academy. I would love to hear what you come up with. So at the start of this episode, I listed a number of ways that you can make a living as a financial coach. And I'm curious which one of those opportunities or methods strike you as the best for you? And which ones just don't even interest you? Maybe there are some that you're like, I don't really see myself ever doing that. And listen, these things can change over time. So you're not locked into this, but it will help you narrow down your options. It's really great that financial coaching has so many options, but sometimes that can make it harder for people to know what the right thing that they should do is. The reality is there's not a right or a wrong way. All of these are right methods to make a living as a financial coach, the right one is going to be the right one for you. So it'll help you narrow down which approach you should take and which approach you should maybe take next if you've been a financial coach for a while. So out of those ways I listed at the top of the episode, just ask yourself which ones sort of strike your fancy the most and which ones don't interest you at all and gain some clarity with that question. And I would love to hear from you. I know I have my thoughts on that. So if you leave me a comment, I will respond and let you know what mine are, what my uh, methods are. So I believe financial coaching is the best and most rewarding way to make a living. I truly love what I do. If you're ready to learn and see how to become a profitable, successful financial coach, check us out at financialcoachacademy.com to learn more about our online courses, free trainings, and events. As always, I love hearing from you. If you have any questions for the podcast, submit them at financialcoachacademy.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It would mean the world to me. See you next week.